0: Welcome to Be The Light with Coach Zekia Robinson and I'm with Elder Jeremy Rutland. In this show, we are talking about what God has for you is for you. Have you ever had a time where you felt like you just wasn't exactly where God wanted you to be? If that's you, please tune in because this is a show you don't want to miss. Welcome, everybody, to Be The Light. I'm so excited about what we have prepared for you today. Today, I have brought along with me Elder Jeremy Rutland. Say yes. hello to everyone.
1: Hey, everybody. How's it going? How is it going?
0: <laughs> so today, we're going to be talking about what God has for you is for you. Because so many times we we go through life and we fail. We go through life and it's just like, I'm never going to get there because I feel like I've done too much or I've got too much sin inside of me right now. And, or I just feel like I'm not connecting with God. I can't hear from God, but that's our focus today is to let you know that it does not matter where you start. It's the fact that when you start, you get on that path, that journey that God has for you and you just keep your eyes focused. And I want to open up with Hebrews 10, 34 through 36. And it reads, you suffered along with those who were thrown into jail and when all you Owned was taken from you you accepted it with joy you knew there was better things waiting for you That will last forever I want to emphasize on that it will last forever so do not throw away This confident trust in the Lord remember that great reward it brings you patient endurance is What you need now so that you will continue to do God's will then you will receive all that he Has promised and so when you hear that what comes to your mind
1: you um said something that was so powerful you said don't throw away your confidence. Yes. And disappointment has a way of throwing away your confidence because when you're aiming for something and it says hope defer makes the heart sick and so Mm -hmm. when you're aiming for something and you don't receive what you thought that you should have it makes you throw away your confidence not just in yourself but you throw your confidence away in god yeah and so disappointment has a way of eating at your confidence to make you say you know what this ain't really what it's paying out to be. <laughs> so <Something laughs> adding up, but you have to trust the plan, trust the process and trust who designed the course.
0: Mm. You know, when you was talking, I was literally thinking about like how many times people have told us what we can and what we can't do. They yeah. criticize and <laughs> you're like, man, I'm never going to be good enough. And I literally just did a, a short video on that today because I was remember a time where I was told that my handwriting was so sloppy. And it's like before people criticize, they got it. They need to ask questions like, why is it that way, and one of the things was because my mom she made me write with my right hand when I'm supposed to be left handed, and so on, when left-handed. I was, yeah, right, so when I was <laughs> being criticized, I took that and I turned it around and I began to practice. And so instead of allowing issues and things in our life and stuff that people say to us to us from what God has for us, it should be um something that draws you closer to God.
1: Absolutely, like
0: an experience. Like you know what this person said, I can't do that. You know what God give me. Um, the strength and the courage because your word says I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me.
1: Absolutely. And I think that is so, um, important to understand because sometimes in life, things will happen that will make us lose our focus Mm. and our aim on God. This is about God. Right. And whatever he has for us, I trust him. Mm -hmm. And that's the beautiful thing that I loved about the Hebrew boys. I'm Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They said, if he don't deliver us, Mm. he is still God. And I think that if we keep our focus on that, Everything else will fi- will fall in place right. because the scripture declares, I wish above all things that you will prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prosper. So he's de- his goal is for us to win. Matter right. of fact, he wanted us to win so bad that he had a plan in place before we even made a mistake. Mm-hmm. And so I think that if we keep our focus and our aim on that, everything he has for us will fall in place. But you talked about um you had to work at it. And I think that's the other part of it because scripture tells tells us that faith without works is dead. And you do got to work at it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we're like, well, God is is going to fall out of the sky. No, no, no. (laughs) You got to put some work in. Um, It requires long suffering. And I know that's a cuss word (laughs) because it's like, I don't want to suffer. I thought I was going to win in the end. You're going to win, but you have to go through some things. So when you come out your testimony, it will be sure. It will be a sure foundation.
0: Absolutely. Um, That's the part. No one wants to suffer. No one wants to go. Through the long Supper. suffering, no one wants to even have patience. And what it yeah. brings to my mind is oh, so um, the Israelites. Okay, yeah. when Moses was taking them out of Egypt, you know, trying to prepare them for what God has for them, they took an 11 day journey, yeah, and it turned into a whole 40 years. Yeah, it's like how many of us right now is actually on a journey that should have ended last year, uh, or how many of us is on a journey right now and we're like, God, I don't, I can't trust the process, I just, you know, I don't see it with my natural eyes. But God says, Let me take. Take and remove the the veil. Let's take the veil off of your eyes, the scale off of your eyes so that you can really see. Sometimes we have to look into the spiritual realm Mm -hmm. because that's where it really starts at. It starts in the spiritual realm first, everyone. Just know that whatever's hitting your life now, it started in the spiritual realm. It is not starting in the flesh, even though it may feel like it because we have emotions and sometimes, not sometimes, most of the time our (laughs) emotions is lying to us.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And emotions they come and go they Hmm. fickle and so Mm -hmm. you can't trust them and so you said something that was so important you talked about the children of Israel and God delivered them out of Egypt mm. but Egypt was still in them Yep. and it's like okay I know I can take you the fast route and that's the problem some of us we just don't like the scenic route <laughs> it's like we want to just get there tomorrow and God is like no I got to work all of this out for your good yeah. I got to do a Romans 8 and 28 and we know that all these things work together for the good who love God to them who are called to the according to his purpose and so he takes them the long route because even though he delivered them out of an environment that environment had contaminated them Mm -hmm. because and this is how you know you're really ready for that what god has said your language yes Uh, where you get this language from oh it would have been better if we would have died in egypt at least they Mm -hmm. had graves in egypt language that Mm -hmm. has to change because how we're talking we're speaking against our destiny Mm -hmm. and the scripture tells us that the death and life is in the power of our tongue and so i love how you brought that up because sometimes we think it's god that's extending the route when it's really us not yielding right. to the entire process
0: yeah tell me about a time in your life where you really you know before you came to christ that you kind of sh- not you know struggled a little bit but was like you know what? i need to get on the right path to god like <laughs> what was that for you where you found yourself circling around just like the israelites just circling around circling around until you was like okay i have to get this right what was the time for you that come to mind
1: honestly speaking because i I'm a person who been in, who was raised in church. Okay. So when I made my mistakes, it was in church.
0: <laughs> I didn't have the option
1: to go to the, do the club thing or do whatever the thing that I want to do, didn't come back to God. And then it's right. just all praises. No, when I sin, it was in church. Oh, and wow. so, the, so we talk about being transparent. So what made it just say, you know what? God, I really got to trust you. Cause it's one thing to die and go to hell, but go to hell while you in church. Oh. You mean I didn't have the good fun? You mean if if I'm going to let me go because I had a blast, not me tiptoeing and me being lukewarm. Wow! But the thing was for me was my wife Mm -hmm. because honestly, I knew I wanted to be married, but God literally said, you're not ready for what you think you're ready for. And he called her, my wife is India. He called her a holy thing. Wow. And I was like, Mm, that's interesting. And so he said, no, no, I'm not processing you for her. I'm processing you for me. And out of me, she will be all to you that you would need. And so... It was her because I saw where she was and I saw um how she loved God and being on a college campus, you don't meet a lot of people that love God. They, uh-huh. they talk about God, they praise God, but I saw her love for God and I said, you know what? I really want to be in this thing for real. And it was through her that I said, you know what? Let me get it together. <laughs> praise
0: God. Praise God for India.
1: <laughs> yeah. Praise God for India. Let me get it. And God always put those people in your life that says, you know what? You're no But you need to work on this. You know, you look good, but you need to fix this. Um, You said that, but you could have said that a little bit better. God always put those checkers, those accountability partners in your life to make sure you get to where you need to be.
0: What just hit my spirit was Bathsheba and David.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: Like that was a stumbling block for him. Right. But God still... Use David, even after he slept with someone else's wife, Uh put her husband on the front line. (laughs) I mean, like he had like this whole thing plotted and planned out. And it's like what happens is when we make one mistake that we know that God has not called us into, it calls Other mistakes Mm -hmm. And it's just like A ripple effect Now you have to ask God for forgiveness For this one And then this one And it's like Okay how do I Get out of this cycle How do I get out of this And a lot of times It starts with Trusting God Trusting his process Because the reason Why a lot of people They are still In the world Is because they Don't want to give up Some of this fun stuff That they consider fun
1: Oh that is so true It's because We have not learned To yield And I was studying The yield sign Matter of fact The yield sign Came later Mm-hmm. Even when they made the stop sign um, and even when they made the street lights, the yield sign came later because in a particular city, I forgot the name of the city, they were having too many accidents. Mm-hmm. And so when you don't yield, you open yourself up to a lot of accidents. Yes. And yielding is, I know you got the right, mm-hmm. but would you willing to submit to something higher? Right. And so that's Submission,
0: a mission. <laughs> a, that's an ugly word for many.
1: <laughs> and so my pastor talked about this all the time. He was saying, do you want to be right or do you want to be righteous? Mm-hmm. Because right. OK, I, I said that. Right. I did. So you get a cool point. But do you want to be righteous? Do you want to be in right standing with God? And I think that is so important. We've got to be willing to give up. That's why I tell people all the time. I don't understand how you have a relationship with Christ and he has not changed you.
0: Ooh, say that one more time. How, how, <laughs> how is it that
1: you have a relationship with Christ and he have not changed you? Because every person he came and encountered with, he changed. Mary Magdalene changed. John the Baptist, um, Peter changed. They changed mm-hmm. for good. Mm-hmm. And to watch this and to never turn back. Amen. And that's the thing. When you experience the power of God, when you experience the love of God, he changes you from the inside out. Mm-hmm. When Moses came down off the mountain, they said, we could tell you have been with God. They had to cover his face because he had had an experience with God. When you really spend time with Holy Spirit, when you spend time with the Father, he changes you. He changes your perspective. He changes your outlook until you start saying, you know what? It ain't my wife. It's me. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> you praying for her, but I'm the problem. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and so we've got to be willing to do the heavy work mm-hmm. and yield. And yielding is not always pretty. But we know in the end It's necessary for the journey That we're on
0: Yeah Yielding That is an excellent That's a whole word in itself Like <laughs> how do I even start to yield You know A lot of people They have that issue Of how to even get started And I know You know for my own journey Is one of them things Of having to change Your circle of influence And I know I, I say oh, that yes, often absolutely. But a lot of times <laughs> You will have some people That will hold you back From what God has for you And you're wondering Why you're on this hamster wheel You're going around And around and around It's because you are still having certain people that's influencing you you have to be the influencer and not the person being influenced and when you begin for people to see like they begin to say something about this person they acting different they talking different they looking different they walking different like what is it about this person you know and then it's like they begin to study you and then now you have one another's soul okay which is what one of the things you said you you grew up in a church so when you messed up you were in the church When you was messing up Yes But everyone don't have That experience You know And the thing is We have to be bold enough To call it out On other people You know Do it yeah. with gentleness and, and, and love But at the same time Hey brother Hey sister I see you struggling with this How can I help you I don't want to see you fall I don't want to see you fail And the thing is I don't even want to see My worst enemy Go to hell Because wow. that is a place Of torture It's a place that you Would not be able To come back from To you know Redeem yourself Like once you're there You're there And God sends warning Okay he sends warning The thing is One of my um, I won't say it's one of my biggest fears But one of my things was I don't want to Pass And not have fulfilled Everything God have called me oh, to man. do That That's <laughs> one of my things It's like each one of us have a gift that God has given us and you do not want to pass away and not have used that gift and some of you will still go to heaven because you've done everything you know you was obedient you did what God have called you to do but some of you is suppressing what God has really called you to do really caused you to stand out because of fear because of trauma because of you know don't want to be in front of people but the thing is God has not given us the spirit of fear Come but on. of power of love Heavens. and a sound Come mind on. and when we begin to walk in what God has called is then you're going to really be fulfilled
1: oh my god you, you so much you said into <laughs> that but one of the things that really stood out to me was environment mm. your environment is everything yes. it shapes who you are matter of fact i can pretty much tell who's going to be a nurse based off how many nurses that was in their family Mm -hmm. their environment begins to shape them the scripture says and you shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water in order for that tree to bring forth fruit in its season it had to be planted in the right environment so we talk about um, the right environment when we look at um, a orange seed if I plant an orange seed in New York it will grow but it will not reach its full potential because of the environment it's nothing wrong with the seed and I I don't know who's listening to me today, but there's nothing wrong with you. It's the environment because mm-hmm. the envi- the wrong environment will stop your growth. It will stop momentum. It will stop your progress. It will even hinder your faith. But if I take an apple seed and put it in New York, it will produce apples because that's the right environment that it's supposed to belong to. And I think that is so good. Mm-hmm. We've got to be willing to leave environments. And that wrong environment may be family members. Yes, It may be church people. <laughs> it may be people that you say, you know, I thought I would never break this emotional attachment or this emotional tie but it, I'm willing to give up anything that will hinder my purpose that will hinder my destiny yes. because what he has for me is greater and we've got to stop looking at the, the other side saying well it's green on the other side well the green on the other side the grass on the other side is sitting on top of a septic tank. so I'd rather trust <laughs> him in the pasture that he has me in than to be led astray we've got to be willing to do whatever it takes to change our environment he told Abraham him. Get from get from out of here. I've got to show you, come on, another place, another land. I got more for you. As, as more as your eyes can see, I'm going to give it mm. to you. Your environment, it shapes who you are. It, it helps nurture your identity. Yes. It brings clarity. It brings instructions. I didn't even know I was prophetic until I changed environments. Mm-hmm. I Because I was like, well, the Lord speaking to me frequently, but yeah. I don't. I don't know what it is. You
0: don't know what to do with I, it. I don't, know what to do, I don't know what to do with it.
1: And in the church that I'm at, now I've been at, the, at this church for over seven years, I walked in on a Bible study night. And the first thing that my pastor told me, the very first thing, he said, what are you going to do about the prophetic anointing on your life?
0: Mm.
1: Well, first of all, I just showed up to Bible study. I just showed up just to be a part. But here, A place that's designed for growth, Mm -hmm. a place that's designed to nurture me, a place that's designed to pull into me is already speaking the language of what I need. Your environment, it's everything.
0: I want to go back to that seed because a lot of people say, you know, God says that all we need is um, a mustard seed. Right. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people stop at that mustard seed. Right. Everyone have to understand that a mustard seed eventually grows. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. You're not supposed to say, oh, yeah, God said all I need is a, a seed of a, um, a mustard seed. No, that seed grows. So what are you doing to grow your faith? What are you doing to reach Higher that, you know, the height that God has for you. And a lot of people, you know, including myself, when I first came on, you know, came on over to the other side, you know, when my eyes was open, it was one of those things where I didn't even know that. I just thought that, he said, all I need is a a mustard seed. I'm good. Like, no, you're supposed to be growing. Iron shoppers, iron. A lot of people have stepped outside of the church and believe that they can just have church at home by themselves. okay? The thing is, you can't get the conviction. Well, you can, depending on what you're watching, but you can't get the conviction that sometimes that's needed when you go to church. Someone may have a prophetic word for you and you can't even receive it because you refuse to come to church. Or one of the other things is, you know, when you enter into the atmosphere of God with the praise and worship going, the music, the the atmosphere changes your situation. And it's kind of hard to get that same feeling when you're sitting at home in front of TV, in front of YouTube, in front of TikTok or whatever you're watching. But God has placed people like us on there for a platform to bring the word But it's still good to get back into the place of worship, back into the place of the Father, back into the place where someone could um, prophesy to you if it's need to be or, you know, help you in a different area. But a lot of times we tend to isolate ourselves because of what we're going through. And the thing is, when we begin to isolate ourselves, now the enemy can work on your mind. He can work on your emotion. He can work on, you know, whatever you're dealing with, stress, depression, depression, anxiety. Because you're not in an environment that can change that. And so um, this is speaking to someone right now that may be listening and you're like, that's me. Like, I need to get back in church. I need to do that. I encourage you, sister and brother, to get back in church, get back to a place of worship, because that's where it starts at. If the enemy can take your worship, he has stolen so much from you.
1: Yeah. I I think it's so important when we talk about getting back to church and what the pandemic has did. Mm -hmm. It has revealed who we are in our hearts and where do we see ourselves as it relates to our relationship with Christ. You said something that was so powerful about getting back to church. And I just talked about this. So funny, because I just talked about this yesterday. And I, I my question was, can you be a Christian? and not go to church. Mm. And I response was, Can you be a car and not have gas in it? Wow. And yes, you can be a Christian and not go to church, but you will go so fair so nowhere fast. And I say that because we've got to go back to what was God's original intent the church we're looking in the book of Jeremiah chapter 3 verse 15 he says and I give you pastors after my own heart Mm -hmm. and if God has given me anything after his own heart I want what's in his heart Mm -hmm. so before the church heard (laughs) before I had a plan B Mm -hmm. let's go back to what was God's original intent for a pastor Mm -hmm. and why do I need it and you said something that was so powerful and I think us as content creators and people that are on social media we've got to really sink this in our job using these platforms are just tools. Yes. I'm not your pastor. Now I can, I can lead you, but I am not your pastor. And the thing is we've doing, we're, we're literally fighting against what God has already established because we're trying to make our own little, um, kingdoms and our own little ministries and God is like no that's not what I have for you just yet mm-hmm. your job is to bring them to me your job is to point them back to me mm-hmm. and so because we need to get pushed getting back into church Why are we there? We're there, come on, to be a community of believers, Mm -hmm. to worship, to learn, to grow, to be built up that we may win others for the sake of the gospel. And I think that until we have that honest moment with ourselves as to why we're not attending church, then we will continue to have that problem because Mm -hmm. the church will always be the church. Mm -hmm. And the scripture says, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And so because... Church is God's idea. Mm -hmm. It's God's institution It's His idea That's where I want to be Because there are some times When I get in church I'm telling you I'm drained I'm overwhelmed But when I get amongst the saints Mm -hmm. When I get amongst the members When I get amongst people Who love God Their their faith builds my faith When I get into a room of faith Anything can happen I'm talking about miracles Signs, wonders Anything can take place Because I'm in a room of believers I'm in a room where people say I'm not going to even let you leave Until you bless." And there's been times I went to church. I didn't even and talk about faith growing up. Let me step back for a second. Growing up, I was homeless. Mm. Uh, my mom had me at 35 years old um, and she had cocaine and drugs in her system. And so when I first was delivered, I was my auntie raised me for a few months before I got back with my mom. And then when I was with my mom, we became homeless. But she always took us to church mm. and church became the safe place for me. Church became, I'm talking about when I couldn't find a meal, I could find it in church. When I couldn't find a jacket, I could find it in church. When I didn't have clothes, it was the church that was, that was able to, and we don't talk about these things and we right. always talk about the negative part and what they, the church taking the money, but there were moments, I'll never forget, we went to a conference and I'm like, mom, we need to be to the shelter by six o'clock because they're going right. to lock us out. And she said, God will provide. Mm-hmm. That's where faith came into me. Right. That's why I tell people, that's all I know is faith. And so after service, the pastor didn't even know us from a can of paint. He comes and put a hundred dollars in my mom's hand for us to get a hotel room. Little nice things guy, yes. like that. I didn't. Even, she just said the Lord will provide. Mm-hmm. And from a childhood, I started learning. Wait, this is not just a figment of my imagination. No, God, you're working here. God, you're moving here. And so during that, I started saying, okay, no, this is a safe place.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No. I can learn here. I can grow here. And I think that's very important that we got to start seeing the church from the, from the perspective of Holy Spirit and not from our own experience.
0: I want to, um, because you just mentioned about the homelessness and it brought me back to um, today of what happened, okay? I was literally sitting at my, you know, in my office in the home and I have a window and I see this woman running. Okay, she's running. She's got her baby and it looks like she's about to drop this child. Like, she's running, screaming and I'm like, something's not right. I said, something is wrong. I've, you know, something is wrong. I just felt it in my spirit and then I see her running to the office and then run back out. Like, she literally almost got her baby in the head, like, trying to run so I just jumped up out of my seat right and I run out there I'm like ma'am are you okay what's going on are you okay she's like I cannot find my five year old son I don't know where he's at he was there one minute and now he's gone and I was like oh my goodness and she put her daughter down and she was on the phone with 911 at the same time and I'm like well here let me hold the baby and I'm gonna run in here get my husband so he can come out and help you while I have your, your child and so she's running and she's screaming and all I keep hearing her saying is oh Jesus Jesus please please help me she began to go back to the place even though she She had stepped outside of God's will on some things, but she still knew where to go back to. She began to call on Jesus. You know, I've seen her fall on the ground and, you know, she's calling on him. Then she's back up, running in the woods, looking for him. She's running up and down the hills. She's looking and then she's banging on people's doors, asking them to come out and help her. It seemed like the cops took about 30 minutes, it seems like. And in that moment, all I could do is send a few prayer requests to, a, to our Slack and then I began to pray in tongues. And the thing is, is if I was not sitting in that seat in that moment, you know, like she was out there by herself trying to find her child. It's like the moment I came out and began to intercede, people started coming out of their apartments, began to help her. But after I spoke to her She she just almost Burned down her place Yesterday Because she, um, she was cooking And then she fell asleep Not you know Because she's tired And she's drained She's a single mom She's going through All this stress And depression And all these things Have just hidden her Now she has an eviction hit just, just That just hit her And in that moment It's like she didn't care About that stuff anymore She began to call On Jesus And that is what I'm trying to tell you guys In the moment It does not matter It does not matter What you have been through What you're going through When you begin to find Find yourself in that moment. Just call on Jesus. He's going to be there to help you. You have to get people around you that can influence you, get people around you that can lift you up in your weak moments.
1: Yeah, that's that's so powerful because inside of us, sometimes we don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. What do you do when it's nothing's working? Nothing's working. You worship. And that's yeah. what I was telling them. I said, don't worry, worship. Mm-hmm. And, and if you're going through grief, turn it into worship. If you're going through obstacles, turn it yeah, into I worship. Watch this. I can't fix it. But I know who's the fixer. Mm-hmm. And so I've learned. No, no, no. He is my source. He's the one come on that will never sleep, that never slumbers. And so I've learned over the years, if I'm in trouble, I know who can bail me out. I know who, who can fix it yes. right there. And there are going to be moments where it's just like, I don't have the words. Mm-hmm. But if I just call on the name of Jesus,
0: yes.
1: he hears me. That's the thing that we got to take confidence in. When I open my mouth, when I pray, he hears me. He don't turn a deaf ear to me, but he hears me Mm -hmm. when I pray. The Bible says, call on me and I'll answer you. Talk about it, Jeremiah 33 and three. That's powerful. Those scriptures, I find scriptures like that and those become bread for me. Those Mm -hmm. become nuggets for me that I really can chew on because I'm like, okay, God, if I pray, I know you heard me Mm -hmm. and the enemy will make you feel like because he didn't answer you right then, well, maybe he didn't hear me. Well, maybe I'm (laughs) I'm not in right standing or maybe something is going on, but he heard me. And so, and he's already releasing resources. He's already releasing supernatural help on your behalf. He's already making provision. Even while she couldn't even have the words to pray, God was already putting you in position. You was already where you needed to be. Right. Imagine if you would have ran an errand. And that's the thing. God is so powerful that he's already have us in control. He always have everything in the right spot, in the right, in the right situation. My mom passed on New Year's Day. Wow. 2017. Mm-hmm. I was leaving church and I got a call through Facebook. Now, you know, if somebody called you through Facebook, you in trouble.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> you in trouble. <laughs> somebody call you through Facebook Messenger, you are in trouble. Right. And so before I can even hear what they said, I already knew mm-hmm. because the Lord had already prepared me. Hey, there's going to come a season where your mom is no longer going to be here because some of the decisions that she made, mm-hmm. I, it's better for me to take her home. Right. Right. That's a hard pill to swallow for new believers because God says, no, I'm interested in you growing and developing. And if I got to take you home early, I'll do what's necessary. So God had prepared me. But my mom got hit by a car wow. on New Year's Day after church. I had enough evidence to say, God, I'll curse you and die. I had enough reason based upon how i was brought into this world based upon i was homeless based upon you got killed instantly mm-hmm. based upon my dad uh, OD in the bathroom because he couldn't deal with P- PTSD because he was dealing with World War II um, World War II and he didn't understand that some things you got to get therapy for i had enough Evidence to say, God, I'm not going to do this no more. Mm-hmm. But because He was teaching me and training me, and every lesson was 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 a faith. Because the Bible talks about that faith produces patience. It was mm-hmm. producing something inside of me. So when that happened, I just said, I worship.
0: Yeah, it reminded me of Job. <laughs> yeah, it, all of this is happening yeah. to
1: me. But the beautiful thing about Job is I had to go back to the beginning of the story. God told the devil, Have you considered? Mm my servant Joe for some of the stuff that we're dealing with God considered us for because he knew that we will be found faithful Mm -hmm. and so I think that is so important to always be found faithful I don't care what happened God I trust you Mm -hmm. I don't care what's not working God I trust you the lights off God I give you glory Mm -hmm. I don't got food in my my house God I praise your name why because when I praise you he said he inhabits the praises I'm already receiving help right now he's inhabiting my praises so I just praise him Mm -hmm. through the good through the bad through the right would that be difficult seasons absolutely I, I don't, I don't, I don't preach a gospel that says we won't go through anything. Mm-hmm. You're going to go through, but you're going to endure as a good soldier. So I praise you, I worship you, because I know it's already fixed. I Praise you because you have never lost a battle. You have never lost a case. So I give you glory because I know in the end I win and you will perfect those things which concerns me. Mm-hmm. So there's no weapon that's formed against me shall prosper. Amen. So I give you glory because it's at, at the end, it says amen. Amen means so be it. It means it's already done. Already I'm just done. walking through the process. So it's easy for me to worship. So yes. worship does it. It's not a, a reaction, but it's my daily attitude. It's my day. This is how I respond. I look I, when I wake up in the morning and when I wake up in the morning, I say, God, how do you want to use me today? Yes. How do you want? see? I'm not selfish about this thing because I realize if you say me, you're using me to bless somebody. else. So how do you want to use me? Who you want me to um, preach to today? Who you want me to feed today? Who do you want me to just listen to? to today, mm-hmm. because I'm your servant and I already know when I woke up you didn't go to sleep because the Bible says in Psalms 121 he never sleeps he never slumbers so I lift up my eyes unto the hills from which comes my help because he's there he's moving I got somebody on my job right now they don't even know that I'm an I'm a undercover intercessor <laughs> 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 they be going through. I say it's gonna be all right.
0: Look, I used to work with you. I didn't know you was this close to God. <laughs> I, I'm just on the, because
1: what, I tell you all the time, I don't have to release my right. title. Amen. I just be right. Because there be some days God want me to prophesy, and there's some days God just want me to just shut up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, you're talking too much. Hush, <laughs> hush, hush, hush. Or some days God says, close the laptop, spend time with your wife. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Well, God, I want to get in more scriptures. No, no, no. You are ministering. When you're ministering to her, you're ministering unto me.
0: Amen. Say that one more. Man, listen up! <laughs> because this thing
1: is a relational. This yes. is a relationship, and I think we got to look at. We got to stop looking at this as this is just another religion. Yeah. You know, my, my degree. I'm getting my degree in um, divinity at Liberty University, and I have the opportunity to this um to look at different religions, Hinduism, Buddhism, and all these other um spiritual um African deities and all these different things. But what I love about Christianity, this is a relationship. We don't serve a dead God. We serve a God that woke up this morning and said, "How can I bless you?" We serve yeah. a God says, I'm I'm looking to put favor upon you. We serving a God that says, I've already got your end in mind. Are you serving a God that says, listen, I've already blessed your children. You surrounded with favor. So this, I don't have to work into this.
0: Mm -hmm. I just be. Amen <laughs> So for those Who is literally Listening right now It does not matter what It doesn't matter What your trial was It doesn't matter If you currently Trying to go back To a place That God have removed you from Allow this be the day The declaration That you make With God You decree and declare That I will not go back I'm moving forward I'm not going Absolutely. backwards Because this is we, we you know The thing is We are in the end times And I know a lot of people say Oh I've heard that About 20 years ago But begin to look At the signs And what's really Taking place Today don't allow another minute another Day another hour to be a Time that you are separated from Our creator um, you know you have to let go of some things that has taken place in your life. And how do you do that? You get help, rather if it's counseling, rather if it's life coaching, regardless of what it is, you begin to find what the root problem is and ask God to go take you back to that place so that you can be healed. Um, I'm so grateful that you came on the show today. Yes. I'm really excited. Do me a favor. Tell us really quick. If someone wanted to get a hold of you, how can they reach you?
1: Um, the best way to get hold of me, um, my email address is rutland20 at gmail.com. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Facebook. Um, I'm on Thanks YouTube. Too. I'm, I'm just starting <laughs> YouTube. It's a challenge, but, but. It, But I I attend Priestly Praise Ministries In Bainbridge, Georgia And so that's where I serve I would love to um, meet someone Talk to or just share Um, It's about God It's about Christ And so he said If I be lifted up I'll draw all men unto me So if we can just lift Jesus up Listen, I'm telling you We are already doing the Great Commission Yes, yes
0: (laughs) All right, everyone I'm so glad you tuned in with us today And if you want to watch this video live You can always go to the YouTube At Zakia Robinson And I hope you all have a blessed night we we'll